Okay, hi guys. It is the 25th of Kislev, first day of Hanukkah. We have to try chapter 3 of Tanya, Parak Gimel. Um, bit of a disclaimer, it is 10.35pm at night. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so Baruch Hashem, I didn't have a chance to record today's Tanya yet, but I'm still flowing with this and I'm still going to do it because I was thinking about the Spotify page and I'm like, then if like I just go straight to 26th of Kislev and like 25th of Kislev is going to probably feel left out and that made me feel sad and also like I I committed to doing this every day and so I'm like thank god this is a commitment that I really want to be doing right now and I'm like keep out of Hana even if it's 10 30 at night and it doesn't make any rational sense to you you know like that's a lot about what Hanukkah is you know getting into a place inside of ourselves where we can make choices from a place that's not always so rational but that we know is coming from self you know bigger conversation i've been thinking a lot about that though like hanukkah like the whole story of hanukkah like they weren't trying to destroy our doing mitzvos they were like do your mitzvos fine but like what they're trying to destroy was the connection that we have to to beyond understanding you know to the chuke ritzonecha to the parts of of Torah mitzvahs that are beyond logic and beyond reason. They're like, fine, do mitzvahs, but don't do it for God. Don't do it because you know that you have this transcendent part of you. And like, it's crazy because like so far, even in Tanya, like just it's such a big theme of Yiddishkeit, like working to get to this place of like, I am not only the, I'm not only the logic of me, you know, I'm not only the part of me that's like, oh, and this is obviously such a, silly example kind of it's not really the point of this but like just like i'm not only the part of me that's like it's already 10 30 at night no one's even gonna listen to this recording why are you gonna sit down and record this now like that's a part of me but then there's also the the self in me or even you can call it another part of me but the aspect of me that's kind of beyond reason and that says you know what it's true it doesn't make much sense to record this voice no to record this spotify recording right now but i made this commitment and i want to follow through and so i'm going to do it and it's not only about what makes sense and what doesn't make sense. Like, there's something bigger sometimes. And, like, you can, we can choose to tap into that place of, really, of soul. And, and soul looks different in every, for every, for somebody at 10.30 at night, soul looks like going to sleep instead of going off our brain in. You know, or sometimes soul could look like, you know, it's really, it's just tapping into the place inside of us that's beyond the dictation of the logic. That's beyond the story that's like, do this because because of whatever you know and sometimes listen to the thing that's saying do this because of whatever but but just like that the deep knowing that there's always a place inside of me that's beyond just the logical summation of like what this moment is and i can make a choice i always have a power to make a choice because choice is beyond the logical summation you know and so sure you can sometimes choose to do the thing that seems logical in that moment or you can choose to to choose whatever you want to choose you know but like that power of choice is literally rooted in your essence of self so it's okay totally not the point of chapter three i've just been tripping on it it's pretty powerful um blessing us all on this hanukkah or blessing myself on this hanukkah because considering that it's 10 30 at night i doubt anybody's going to be listening to this <laughs> but to like really just enjoy this time of hanukkah again literally i'm talking to myself right now <laughs> But to enjoy the time of Hanukkah and this, to just allow myself to enjoy myself in the sense of to let go or to not even let go of, but just to like be curious about if I 
to be curious about the aspect of myself that's beyond the daily stories about my life and about life in general and about like what should be happening or could be happening or would have been happening or would be happening or just like the self that's beyond all of that like the aspect of me that knows that just being here literally alive in this moment is just filled with divine breath and like and like this is the essence like literally it's the same miracle of Hanukkah when the candle is filled with one candle and two candles and three candles and four candles meaning that independent of the story that you're making about your life and independent of like the circumstance of your life or your emotional experience of your life it's still the miracle of Hanukkah. It's still the essence that it's still the essence of Hashem creating the world to be alive exactly as it is and creating you to be alive exactly as you are. Like that truth, that essence place, it doesn't it doesn't go away. And it's not actually affected by the story that you're making up in your head. <laughs> it's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. Okay, let's do chapter three. Um, okay. Um, but yeah, blessings, 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 blessings. Okay. They, okay, so what are we coming up from, from Tanya? What are we up to? Is that we're basically have been saying, Alterba introduces Tanya, excuse me, introduces Tanya saying, the most important thing that I need you to know, <laughs> like this is all I talk about ever, but literally the most important thing that I need you to know is that you have two souls. You are not made up of one personality. You are made up of two distinct personalities. You have two life forces surging inside of you. What are those two life forces? So the first one we talked about in chapter one is the animal soul. It is the impulse, reactivity, emotionalness of you. It is literally just the part of you, the parts, plural of you, because it ends up being manifest in many different ways. But that just is human. That just is the impulsive impulsivity of being human. Um, second soul we said is our godly soul. It's the essence place inside of us that mirrors God, that reflects God. But what we're going to talk about now and this is kind of where we're going to go from here is you know it's not as simple as like oh you have an essence like this essence soul this nefesh kiss is actually very dynamic and there's a lot of components to it and what we're going to talk about later is that this essence soul has even within it an essence that has nothing to do with any of the dynamics but right now we're talking about the dynamics of this godly soul the dynamics of the soul that is a literal piece of hashem and that is a reflection of divinity is a reflection of the unity of creation and the unity of god and what we're going to talk about now is number one we're going to go forwards in what the dynamics of this soul is and then after that we're going to talk about how these souls based on how we're defining them to be how they actually interact with each other in this marvelous midos machine kind of way okay so but now parak three is specifically about what is the nature of the godly soul here we go so but again what is the nature of the dynamics within the godly soul? The essence, godly soul that we're saying, the self, the capital S self that is the transcendent, it's an aspect of the godly soul. It's within the godly soul, but the godly soul also has dynamics that could be, pers- like we talked about in chapter two, like there are parts of the godly soul that could kind of be tainted in the sense of could lose their sense of self, could lose their understanding that they are a reflection of Hashem. Um, yeah, okay. But it's, yeah, it's, it's a long story. 
Okay. I wonder if that's true. I may have just completely made a mistake. It's a good thing that nobody's really listening to this recording. I'm going to get back to that concept. I'm not sure about it. I'm curious about it. If a, if a godly, if, God, if a faculty of the godly soul could ever think that it's not reflection of divinity, or if there's a part of you that thinks that it's not a reflection of divinity, if it's automatically coming from the animal soul. I'm curious. Okay. To be looked into. Okay, the altar says that altar only talks about the godly soul in the sense of godly attributes, but you know, of God reflective attributes. But but in Parakbeid, we talked about that garments of the soul could be kind of tainted, you know, like we talked about during um, conception and during different times that that could happen. So I'm curious. Okay, to be looked into. Anyways, Parak Gimel, chapter three. <laughs> Now, within the godly soul, there are actually there. We're gonna discuss later that there are actually five. But for now, we're talking about there are three categories, three faculties, three gar- three at- aspects within the godly soul. These are called the nefesh, ruach, and neshama. Nefesh corresponds to the action that r- comes out of the godly soul. Ruach refers to the emotion, the emotive attributes within the godly soul. And the Shama is the intellectual attributes within the Godly soul. Within each of these three attributes, within each of them, there are 10 Bechinos, um, there are 10 faculties. These 10 faculties, correspond to the 10 divine attributes that they come from. So, what are these 10 spheres that they come from divided into? More categories, they're divided into Hanachokas Lishtayim. They're going to correspond. They're divided into two general categories. What are the two general categories of these ten spheres? Shein shalish imais v'sheva kfulis, three mothers and seven kfulis refers to doubles or also descendants. Why doubles? Because it's it's in the human, the ten spheres, and also a reflection of the divine. So it's copied over from one to the other. Okay. So now we're going to talk about why three of them are mothers and three and seven of them are descendants. Perish. Chachma bina vidas, the shiva yimeyabinyan. So the three is chachma bina das, and the seven is shiva yimeyabinyan, corresponding to chesed to the first day of creation, gvura to the seventh, second day of creation, etc. Okay. Nekach benefesh haadam shenachlekas l'shtayim. Shenachlekas l'shtayim seichel umidais. So that's in divinity, that is the three and the seven, also in a person, where, where these ten spheres are divided into three and seven. Seichel, you could say, is like the what I understand. Midos is what I feel. What, what we're going to talk about next, though, is something that you may have already guessed it, if you're following along. But this is a foundational concept in psychology. It's a foundational concept in Tanya. Um, foundational concept in psychology because it's a foundational concept in Tanya. First, we're just going to say, Seichel is our Chachma Binadas, and the Midas of the godly soul is love of Hashem, right? Chasad, Yira, Lefare, Yira, fear of God, and like the beautification of God, right? Chasad, Gurat, So I guess that, you know, like that kind of answers what I was talking about before. It's like these elements of how our soul manifests, how the godly soul manifests, we're specifically talking about in a godly way, in a reflective of Hashem way. Okay, why is Chabad, Chachma Binadas, called the mothers? Because 
Chachamidas are called the source, the mother and the source of the Midos. Because all Midas, all emotion, is always going to be a derivative, a descendant, a coming from Chachamidas, from intellect. So I remember, like yesterday, it was this crazy moment in my life. I was in social work school, and um, the professor put on like some TED talk, and it was like this huge deal. He like put it on. He's like, guys, I'm about to blow your mind with something. Da da da. It was basically this TED talk woman talking about how emotions come from thoughts, and it was like this mind blowing thing. And like she did 20 years of research to prove it, and everybody in my class was like, whoa. And I was like, guys, you didn't know this. And I, it was crazy because I had learned this since I learned Tanya that about this concept that our all emotion will always come from your thoughts. But it was it was new for people. They didn't know it. And I was like, terror is real. <laughs> okay, so now we're going to break this down. What does it mean that all of our emotions come from our thoughts? So, the first concept of our intellect is the chachma, which is this attribute of koach ma. It is the power of what is, you can call it like the first seminal drop of wisdom. It's like that moment when you're like, I get it. And then somebody's like, what do you get? And you're like, I don't know, but I get it. Because it's like that experience of, I just get it. I see it. I, I see it, but I I can't break it down yet, but I get it. So that's chachma. It is obviously very vague. Oh my gosh, there's so much to go into here. But bina el hapoel Then you take that initial experience of understanding and you break it down. You're like, I get it, and now let's talk about what I actually get. Let's elaborate. Let's actually create a full concept from this initial spark of understanding that I had before. So when you get into the very depths and you kind of evolve from this initial concept into the broadness of the concept, you you lengthen it. But the cool thing about Bina is that you actually don't add anything new to the Chachma. You're just revealing what the Chachma already understood. You know what I mean? So it's like if somebody says like, I get it. And they're like, what do you get? And you're like, I don't know yet. I just get it. But then you give them time to explain it. They understood already everything that they're going to explain to you, which is the Bina part. All Bina is already within Chachma. But that's Bina, the full explanatoriness of it. And from this Chachma and Bina come, they are the father and mother, which give birth, that literally give birth, to the love and fear of Hashem, aka all emotional experience. Um, tomorrow we're going to talk about Da'as, about where Da'as comes into things. But we're just getting started with this concept of our emotions are just emotions because they're emotions. Animal soul emotions sometimes could just be reactive, but even they come from thought a lot. But specifically from our godly soul, emotion always comes from thought. Wow. Learning gives me so many more questions. I wonder about that too. This is the most vulnerable recording I've ever done. I'm actually very curious if anybody's going to listen to this. But I wonder if the animal soul... I'm writing all my questions down. I wonder if in the animal soul, emotions also always come from thought. Honestly, it's, I think it's like the next chapter, where the, or in two chapters, when the author was going to talk about it. So I'm sure it's going to come up. 
but yeah, very exciting. Okay, see you tomorrow. Chav Vav Kislev, blessing us all to have a good night because it's nighttime. <laughs> Happy Hanukkah, and yeah, may we all feel, may we all feel our soul. That's it. Feel our soul and feel feel good. Okay, good night.